Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that you know Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. There is a saying in politics that someone is a rhino. Now, if you don't know what that stands for, it is the acronym for Republican in name only, right? You're fake Republican. Now, there's also globalist Republicans that put the world ahead of our interests in this country. There are also Republicans that are just elitist, and they think that they're smarter and wiser and better than you are. The problem is those three categories that I gave you actually, I believe, make up the majority of Republicans that are serving in Washington, D.C. Some of them got into power by masquerading as Tea Party conservatives. Others came in and have been there literally since the 1990s when there was the contract with America. And then there were the MAGA Republicans, even though some of them just used that to get elected, and they became the globalists. An example of that is Mike Pence. Mike Pence is a guy that's been no different than Jeb Bush or Mitt Romney, in my opinion. 
Uh, of course, there were people like, well, he served Donald Trump well until the very end when they had problems with each other on January the 6th. And that's fine if you have problems with one another. I'm okay with that. I don't think you have to pledge allegiance to one person or one ideal or one individual. Uh, I think you have to stay true to yourself. But there's also faking it. And I think it's pretty clear that that is exactly what Mike Pence was doing the entire time he was in the Trump administration. He was faking it because he cared more about being the vice president than being out of power. And he was willing to fake it to make it work so he could keep that job. But as soon as that opportunity, the door closed, he then went back to being who he actually is. And who is Mike Pence? He's a guy that puts the world ahead of American interests. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to beat up. Okay. I want to be very, very clear. I am not trying to beat up on Mike Pence. I just want you and everybody else to understand that these are the conservatives that aren't real. They're not authentic. They're not genuine. They're Republicans in name only. They are globalists. They are not hard, true conservative leaders that are going to stand, uh, stand with us and fight hard to actually change this country. Now, there is the first Republican kind of forum debate that took place, and it was a debate that took place. It was actually uh, it run by Tucker Carlson. Everybody that's running for the Republican side, to my knowledge, showed up, except for Donald Trump, who had a scheduling conflict, quote unquote. The others that showed up, he asked pretty tough questions. Now, there were some that were saying, why would you ever do this? Because all you're doing is debating Uh, a guy that's not running for president, and Tucker Carlson. There are others that said this is exactly what we need to weed out bad candidates, is someone that's actually willing to, to challenge these Republican players, these people that claim to be hardcore conservatives. And when you challenge them, then you find out who they really are. Because instead of just these simple questions by these fake moderators on TV during the debates, you're getting down into the nitty-gritty one-on-one when you go up against Tucker Carlson. Now, part of this conversation was extremely revealing of who Mitt, uh, Mitt Romney, I'm sorry, Mike Pence is. It's hard. I get them confused a lot because they're basically now the exact same person. Mike Pence is sitting there on stage. And he's talking about how we need to send things like jets and other things to Ukraine. And Tucker Carlson says, I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. And then the wheels come off. And I want you to listen carefully to what Mike Pence says in this clip. You worry? We'll let somebody transfer some jets. I'm sorry, Mr. Vice President. Have you? I know you're running for president. You are are distressed that the Ukrainians don't have enough American tanks Every city in the United States has become much worse over the past three years. Drive around. There's not one city that's gotten better in the United States. And it's visible. Our economy has degraded. The suicide rate has jumped. Public filth and disorder and crime have exponentially increased. And yet your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. (laughs) Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before. but Did you hear what he just said? He just said, that's not my concern. I'm going to back it up. Listen carefully. Uh, as the way it's described, it's like, you guys aren't even focusing on America. And 
Mike Pence says, and I'm quoting, that's not my concern, meaning you, the American people, are not my concern. I'm putting Ukraine over the American people in the U.S. Listen. Your concern is that the Ukrainians, a country most people can't find on a map, who've received tens of billions of U.S. tax dollars, don't have enough tanks. I think it's a fair question to ask, like, where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. Tucker, I've heard that routine from you. It's not my concern everyone needs to take that audio that i just played for you and you need to share it everywhere because this is how we get rid of these rhinos like mike pence like mitt romney like paul ryan this is what they actually believe he got caught there because he was so irritated with tucker carlson for challenging him that he said that's not my concern And he said it with anger. And I believe him, by the way. Believe people when they say things like this. It's not his concern. You, the American people, are not the concern of Mike Pence. He cares more about being a globalist. And and going all over the world and being involved in all these different wars. Because it's not his concern, the American people. Listen carefully again as he says it and understand that you have the former vice president of the United States of America, Mike Pence, telling you that it you are not his problem. Where's the concern for the United States in that? Well, it's not my concern. <laughs> Tucker, I've heard that routine from you before, but that's not my concern. I'm running for president of the United States because I think this country's in a lot of trouble. I think Joe Biden has weakened America at home and abroad. Wow, that's not my concern. It wasn't done there, by the way. We also was asked about America running very low on weapons. And what does that mean? Since we're giving them all away, he says, hey, we just need more of your dollars. We just need to invest more. Last question on Ukraine, though. The Pentagon says that because of the munitions and the material we have sent to Ukraine, yeah. we are... We're very low in, right. in on our stockpiles. Is that a concern to you? Yeah. On, on the 155 artillery. And um, I, I have no reason to disbelieve that. Look, it's, uh, the answer, though, is the answer is not to shrink from America's role as leader of the free world. The answer is to invest in our national defense. I, I really do believe that. Look, remember, in a year and a half, and, and again, we have a strong disagreement on Well, I'm not sure we do. That's okay. Well, that'd be great if we didn't. This is a guy that just told you the answer is not to shrink from America's role as leader of the free world. The answer is to invest in our national defense. I really do believe that. Okay, then why are you sending all of our munitions overseas right now and giving us at an all-time low? You know, there's also another problem with his claims. Mike Pence will tell you what an amazing, great, godly Christian man he is, and he's all about religious freedom. But there's a problem with that. And I'm not doubting his faith, but what I am doubting is his sincerity to this idea that he's going to stand up around the world when it comes to Christians that are being persecuted. Why do I say this? Because there are people of faith that are being persecuted. Religious leaders are being locked up right now in Ukraine. Tucker Carlson also asked him about that. Listen carefully to the arrogance coming from Mike Pence. 
May I ask, would, would you be, and I, I believe you have a good faith position on this, and we have disagreements on it, but I want to just, and I, I can't let you elide over the question of the treatment of Christians. And I, I know, I, I heard and that would again. Would you be, well, no, but hold on, would you, you, would you be willing? The problem is you don't accept my answer. I just told you that I asked the religious leader in Kiev if it was happening. You asked me if I raised the issue, and I did. And I'm saying I also raised it with the incorrect. Ukrainians, and I was told that there are, there are religious leaders who have been working with the Russian military that is murdering people by the thousands. Okay. I mean, tr Tucker, look. Uh, Wait, but hold on. Don't you think... Let me explain to you what I think our national interest is there. I would think you would have greater concern for religious liberty in Ukraine. And I'm surprised I, I by told you I raised the issue of religious liberty. No, you spoke to one person who's clearly I didn't on one I side of one it. Person. And I, there are many, many news reports that are not disputed by anybody that right. many clergy have been arrested in Ukraine. And I'm merely saying I may not agree with their views. I'm not Russian Orthodox. But you can't arrest clergy for having different views, period. Because if you do, you violate the basic tenet of look, religious I, liberty. I won't, look, I want to be clear with you. I won't stand by it. I won't stand for it. If people are being persecuted for their religious beliefs, I won't stand for it. And any country with which the country of our nation is supporting or our allies are supporting. Yes. Period. Paragraph. I'm sorry. I don't believe Mike Pence. I think Mike Pence there is losing because he doesn't have the facts on his side. And when Mike Pence is visibly frustrated at Tucker Carlson for pressing him on religious freedom, it's a fair question to ask. Mike Pence also claimed there was no restrictions on religious freedom in Ukraine. That's a lie. There is restrictions on religious freedom in Ukraine. Now, Tucker also broke it down even bigger than Ukraine. And he talked about like, hey, your entire foreign policy, I'm not sure the majority of conservatives would agree with, in essence. Listen to this bigger and broader viewpoint as well. Issued a bunch of uh, public statements about your views on foreign policy, which are within, definitely within the mainstream of Republican views, as far as I can tell. Um, you recently met with Zelensky, according to news reports. And I'm wondering if during that meeting, as a prominent Christian leader, which you are in addition to your political views, you broached the question of his treatment of Christians within Ukraine. The Zelensky government has raided convents, arrested priests, has effectively banned a denomination, a Christian denomination, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church within Ukraine, has persecuted Christians. And I wonder if you raised that with him. I, I did raise the issue when we were there. And I, I raised it with the, the leader of the Orthodox Church when I was visiting Kiev and asked him about concerns about religious liberty. He assured me that the Zelensky government in Ukraine was respecting religious liberty, even while recognizing that there were very small elements of the Russian Orthodox Church uh, that were being utilized for the purpose of advancing the Russian cause in Ukraine, and that they were, they were taking steps to hold them to account. But the leader of the church at St. Michael's in Kiev told me personally that he, he believed that uh, the Zelensky government was respecting religious liberty. And I must tell you, I, other than the sanctity of life, there's no higher priority in my life than preserving the freedom of religion in America and championing religious liberty around the world. I'm confused. On this question, it's very clear that the Zelensky government has arrested priests for having views they disagree with. That's not consistent with religious liberty. It's an attack on it. 
and we're funding it. And I'm just wondering how is it, and I don't mean to be disrespectful at all, but I sincerely wonder how a Christian leader could support the arrests of Christians for having different views. Well, what, what, what I can tell you is I asked the Christian leader in Kiev if that was in fact happening, and he assured me that it was not. People were not being persecuted for their religious beliefs. Now, he, he let me, no let me, let me take a break here. I know we disagree. By the way, you, you, you hear Tucker there, he says to him, and you can see where this is going, right? This is part of what I played for you earlier, but this is the more extended version of it, how we got to that point. But he, he said, are you saying that no priests have been arrested there? The other thing is, when you're dealing with, with Ukraine, you're just going to take people at face value for what they say? This country is, in many ways, more corrupt than Russia, and that's saying something. The joke in Russia was, you want to see corruption, go to Ukraine. You think it's bad in Russia? Go to Ukraine. That's been known for decades. I've heard the same exact thing when I met with world leaders in Hungary. When I met with the, the prime minister of Hungary, Viktor Orban, he said, you, you think it's, you guys have seen nothing when it comes to corruption until you see what's happening in Ukraine. Follow the money. That's why they're against this war. That's why they're against people funding the war. That's why they're saying war is bad and they don't like the idea that we're, you know, that all of this is ratcheting up because he's also saying, in essence, you guys are getting played. You guys are sending all these weapons and all this cash and it's going into the bank accounts of some of the most shady, corrupt Ukrainians, including Zelensky. And I, I don't believe, by the way, that Mike Pence is this dense. I think Mike Pence is actually a really smart guy. I think his answer was just really stupid on this one. He thought he could get away with it. And Tucker Carlson's like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not going to let you get away with it, man. Like, are you telling me that these people have not been arrested? It's a fair question to ask. It's an important question to ask. It's a question that should be asked. And you can hear Mike Pence. He's, he, gets, he gets irritated is a, is a kind way of putting it, right? He's, he's, a, he's a little frustrated, that he's having to answer questions from Tucker Carlson. But the, the question that Tucker just asked, I'm going to back it up five seconds. Listen, he's going to say, you're saying that they haven't been arrested? For their religious beliefs. Now, he, he let me, no let me, let me take a break here. I know we disagree on this strongly, but I, I respect your right to your opinion on Ukraine, and I trust you'll respect mine. Look, I, look, okay. look I've been to Ukraine now twice. My wife and I traveled into Ukraine a month after the initiation of hostilities. We traveled then with a group called Samaritan's Purse, providing Christian relief to the millions of Ukrainians, women and children of every age that had to flee that country in the face of the unprovoked Russian invasion that began a year and a half ago. I did return, took an 11-hour train ride into Kiev, also again with Samaritan's Purse. We not only met with government leaders, but we met with Christian relief workers. We're literally rebuilding homes of people in small towns, little hamlets, that a year ago were being shelled by Russian tanks. All the people in that community were just sitting in their homes. I mean, the, the truth is, what I saw was not just evidence of war, but I saw evil. And I believe that it is in the interest of the United States of America to continue to give the Ukrainian military the resources that they need to repel the Russian invasion and restore their sovereignty. Would you, may, may I ask, would, would you be an... Now you can hear the audience there booing. 
And this is why we have to do a better job of vetting these people. We have to do a better job. This debate, by the way, if I was a candidate and I was a rhino, I wouldn't do, okay, this interview. If I was Mike Pence, I wouldn't have showed up. If I knew I was going to do this, I would not have shown up. Because the points that Tucker are making are valid, right? I mean, why are you more concerned? Why aren't you more concerned about the U.S. over Ukraine? And he's like, that's not my concern. Okay, well, that tells you that you don't want him to be the president of the United States of America. You know, the fact that he's saying that we're very low on weapons and munitions, and that's why we need to invest more, that concerns me because we're sending this all away. You know, Mike, Mike Pence claiming there are no restrictions on religious freedom in Ukraine. That's just not true. He claims that Zelensky is only arresting priests supporting Russia. Based on what we've seen, that's not true. These are all things that are, I, I think, very important for us to hear. You know, Tucker Carlson, it wasn't just, by the way, Mike Pence, he gave a hard time to and asked these tough questions. He also, former Arkansas governor, Asa Hutchinson, who's running for president as a Republican, another one that needs to be owned because he's not a hardcore conservative. He's a rhino. He's a globalist. Here's what he had to say when he was asking him about how many COVID shots he's had. Listen carefully. But um, one of the powers that government did usurp uh, over the past several years is, is the right to decide what medicine you take in the form of, of COVID mandates. Um, how did you feel about that? And how many COVID shots did you take? And how do you feel about it now, in retrospect? How many COVID shots did you take? Zero. But, but I think it's fair, and I, and I can see that you recoiled when I asked you that question. Um, and I don't think, honestly, you should be asking people about their medical care, but that became a, a matter of public policy and I do think that the whole country ought to pause and assess, like, what did we just go through? What, how do we feel about but, it now? And so it's a very straightforward. You notice how Asa thought, oh, I'm going to stick it to Tucker. He didn't want to answer the question. And that tells you about the temperament that he would be as a leader. The fact that, that Asa is sitting there and he's like, well, how many did you have? Like, I'll throw it right back in your face. You want to be president of the United States of America, you need to be able to answer these types of questions. You know, the, the audience also erupted when Tucker pressed Hudson on child transition surgeries. These are the types of questions that we need to be asking. Every leader needs to be on the record on, on transitional surgeries. Are you going to protect kids? Are you going to allow them to be, to be mutilated and brutalized by these woke, psychotic parents and these evil and sick surgeons that are destroying these kids' lives by cutting off their genitals? By, by, by sterilizing them, by telling them that it's normal and it's not a mental health issue to believe that you're trapped in the opposite sexual body of what you actually are. Let me also tell you about our friends at Augusta Precious Metals. Have you been saving a long time for retirement? Well, if you have, you've probably been really stressed out over the last year with interest rates have been skyrocketing, inflation issues, bank failures, uh, and people that have actually lost some money in their retirement accounts. If you aren't invested and diversified in gold, you should check out Augusta Precious Metals. Augusta Precious Metals, they're just different. They'll even tell you if a gold IRA isn't your answer. 
They give you the facts about gold and precious metals. It's all about protecting your IRA and protecting your 401k in this crazy economy. And it's so important if you're in retirement or close to retirement because there's no time to make up losses. Now, if you've had those losses, you know what I'm talking about. So if you've saved $100,000 or more, take a look at their free guide that they'll send you, and they'll do a one-on-one conference with you to talk about your financial portfolio. Both are filled with economic insights, and their gold IRA info will give you peace of mind of knowing that, hey, you can protect your hard-earned dollars. 877, the number four, gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, gold IRA. Or visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com. That's AugustaPreciousMetals.com or 877, the number four, gold IRA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. So you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like your electric blanket, your microwave, your RV, air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. We do a crappy job of vetting our candidates. We do. We are awful at it. We are absolutely horrific at at, at anything that deals with vetting candidates. Because we hear them say something like, all right, sounds good. And we just let them go through the process. And what Tucker Carlson was doing is saying no. Now, I want to play for you real quick this back and forth over transitioning and surgeries, we need more of this, okay? Asa Hutchinson on child transition surgeries, 
We need more of this type of questioning that Tucker gave for every candidate. Listen. In face. And I believe in a limited role of government. And so, you know, if I don't think that California ought to be able to tell parents, you need to have gender affirming care for the children. The government should not do that. And in the same way, let's keep the government out of it unless it's that extreme case. And let's let parents guide the children. I stand with parents. So, and, and, and amen for standing with parents. And I think everyone in the room would agree with that. Um, but the reason I asked the question was not to bring up a sore subject, which I, I know that it is, uh, but to ask if in the subsequent two years, you, you had said that you drew the line at castration of, of physical altercation of a child's body because it's permanent. But in the subsequent two years, I think we've learned that hormone therapy for prepubescent children is permanent. It changes the bone structure. It changes the brain of the child. It, a lot of people believe, including me, that it, it destroys the child's life. But it is permanent. It's not reversible. So given that and the standard you just articulated, do you have different feelings? I mean, this is a permanent change we are making to a child. Why would we allow that if we don't allow surgery? Well, you, permanent change is one issue, but also hormonal treatment is a different issue and can be a different issue. And whenever you look at the bill that I vetoed, there was not any grandfather clause in there. Again, uh, I respect legislators that have a different view, but I think independently, I think of the parents, I think of the Constitution, and actually the court, if you read the decision of the federal judge that struck it down as unconstitutional, really sided with parents as well. But how is, it, whenever, but how is it treatment? I guess that's my question. If you have a child who says, who's born a boy, I want to become a girl, he hasn't gone through puberty yet, he's say 10. Is it treatment? to prevent him from going through the natural process of adolescence? How is that treatment? It, it seems not like treatment. It seems like something else. Well, you have to... Tucker, I hope that we'll be able to talk about some issues. I know that... Well, this is could... one of the biggest issues in the country, and I think I would, every person in this room would agree that it is a, a central issue because it, these are children who are being altered permanently, and you can defend that alteration, that change, if you like, but there's really no debate about whether or not it's permanent. And so I think it's fair to ask you in a calm, rational, and I very much hope polite way, why you would support that. I, the idea that he's like, I wish we could talk about real issues. This is a real issue. And when you want to do that, right, when you want to just move past it like it's no big deal, well, let's talk. I hope we have time to work and talk about real issues. <laughs> this is a real issue. Glenn Beck, by the way, this is on The Blaze, his reaction to Asa Hutchinson's interview, he pulled. He described it this way. I don't think I've ever seen anything uh, <laughs> quite like that. Uh, you know, at, at one point in America, the hopes and dreams of, of hundreds and hundreds of people as they looked up into the sky and those in the sky that looked down, uh, they thought it was going to go in one way, and uh, 29 seconds later, the entire Hindenburg was <laughs> on the ground. Now, again, everyone that's listening to this should be glad that there's finally somebody on a stage with the Republicans that's willing to ask actually tough questions and have a dialogue with them. This is called the vetting process. You want to be president of the United States of America, and if you get taken down by just basic questions... That's not a bad thing, folks. That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's actually an amazing thing. 
We should now demand this for every single Republican running for office. Another one, by the way, that didn't do that great. It's a guy that I actually like personally, Tim Scott. I think he's a really nice guy. But does that mean that that's qualification to be president? No. Tim Scott was asked about America's uh, interest in Russia and what's happening with Ukraine. And I'm going to play these three clips for you quickly. Listen to the first one. So, uh, you know, a nation that great has to be aware of threats to its very existence. Absolutely. Yesterday, Biden mobilized reserves. What do you think of that? And are you concerned that we're moving, as we seem to be, toward war with Russia? Yeah, so I would say that without any question, we should never allow American soldiers to be engulfed into the challenge between Ukraine and Russia. Our boots on the ground should not be there. The ability... My mama wanted to preach or someone will stand up and do it the <laughs> way. Preach! Hallelujah! So, literally, so I think one of the failures of President Biden has been his inability to articulate America's national vital interest in the conflict or the genocide in Ukraine. America's national vital interest is degrading the Russian military. When we degrade the Russian military, we make sure that our home front is safer and that our NATO ally partners that would cause us to send soldiers over is safe. When we have the land contiguous with Ukraine safe, we keep our American soldiers at home and our primary objective should only be to engage when America's vital national interests are being engaged in. Unfortunately, President Biden has no ability to understand and appreciate what that looks like. Now, Tucker noticed the exact same thing that I noticed in those comments from Tim Scott and listen to him try to clarify and get clarification from Tim Scott on this talking about. So basically, you're saying that our national interest is to fight Russians and we should do that where whenever and wherever we can. May, may I ask? So you're saying that it's in our national interest, vital national interest to degrade the Russian military, in other words, to fight Russia with other people's soldiers. I would say, I would say this way. If you think about the world order that we established after World War II, if you think about a rules-based system, where does a rules-based system come from? It comes from this nation, our Judeo-Christian foundation, that says that there are rules of the road, that there is something called absolute truth. And we established that. As a part of that absolute truth, what we're trying to do is make sure that our home front remains safe Keeping our home front safe means evaluating the actual threats to our country. The most immediate military threat that could happen is Russia. Why is a good question. You look at their sixth generation jets, you look at their hypersonic weapons, you look at their nuclear arsenal. Everything that we do that degrades the Russian military is good for America. You look at the long-term threat to our nation, it's China. Their existential threat that we face long-term becomes China. You look at this rising axis of evil that we're seeing being formed, it's Russia, China, and Iran. Breaking that to pieces before it gets started, I think, is in our vital interest. Is it in our vital interest, right? Is this really in our vital interest for us to do that? Maybe. But how much money should we spend? And where do we draw that line? 
Now, Tucker also says one other thing. Why not, you know, maybe go for peace instead of war and see if that could work, right? Is there another way besides just sending all these weapons to Ukraine and all this money to Ukraine as American taxpayers are suffering right now? You know, the third world war very quickly. So why not force a peace? How would you do that? Well, you could tell Ukraine, and they are a client state of the United States, without American backing, there's kind of no Ukraine. We're literally paying the salaries of their bureaucrats. Um, we want you to sit down, as they tried to do, but were stopped by our government, um, and stop this war. Yeah. And, and reach a peace as, as one does, where both sides you know, concede some of their interests. Like, why wouldn't that be in our interest to do that? I think the faster we get to peace, the better off we are. What we don't want to do, from my perspective, is allow ourselves to ask for a premature peace that cannot be achieved as the alliances continue to come together. Uh, to the extent that we can find our path out of this situation, the better off we are. So what's the point at which we'll know that we've achieved our goal? Just, and, and I say that within the context of having watched 20 years of occupation in Afghanistan where nobody could answer the question, what's the point? Yes. And no one in Congress ever asked that question, amazingly. So what is the, what is the specific goal here? Yeah. So. I would say that the objective should be for Zelensky and Ukraine to be able to achieve victory by maintaining as much of their territory as they possibly can and then seeing the resources that we've deployed along with our Western alliances, achieving the peace that I believe comes when you get these two folks to sit down and have a conversation that allows them to determine where those lines will be drawn for the next hundred years. So, in other words, never-ending wars. Now, again, you may agree with Tim Scott and what he said there, but these are the real questions that we should have, and, and we should expect this moving forward in every presidential forum or every presidential debate. I also love the fact that there's not commercial breaks there to kind of regather your, your thoughts, right? Because we do this all for the cameras. Unfortunately, usually it's like a, it's like a talent show contest. This was a different forum, and, and as conservatives, we should demand this type of forum throughout the entire primary season while we pick the Republican nominee. I'm glad that someone is challenging these candidates and asking them real questions, not just the powder puff questions. These are important moments in this campaign cycle. Everyone should go back and listen to the entire conversations that were had because it's, it's going to be a hell of a lot better than anything else that's out there. Make sure you share this podcast with your family and your friends. Please write us a five-star review uh, if you would. That helps us reach more people, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to 4, that's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4patriots.com slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. 
Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. From original art and diplomas to ticket stubs and the keys to your first home, we all have mementos we'd love to put on display. FrameBridge is the easy and affordable way to custom frame just about anything, with fair upfront pricing based on the size of your item and fast, free shipping. Plus, your happiness is guaranteed. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started. That's FrameBridge.com. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.